Howdy folks, welcome to our podcast, Life in the Saddle. This is Ben Longwell with True West Horsemanship. We're glad you're here. Join us as we share stories and adventures and interview extraordinary men and women in the equine and ranching industries to gain insight into horsemanship and life itself. It is our mission to help people and their horses better understand one another and achieve together that which they cannot do individually. Thanks for riding along with us. Welcome to our special series, Tales from the Trail. A number of episodes that we've recorded as we're on the road around the western states for our winter clinic tour. We're sitting down with makers, craftsmen, tax store or western store owners, and ranchers as well, horsemen, to visit, to catch up, to hear their stories. And we thought it'd be interesting to share these as a special series on our podcast. Thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoy. Um, so I'm here with Joe mm-hmm. and uh, at Three Forks Saddlery here in Three Forks, Southwest Montana. And um, maybe Joe, if you want to just start, just tell us a little bit about what you guys do here mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and what you make and what you provide for, for the riding community here. Sure. So we, um, my folks bought this place almost, um, it'll be 50 years ago in February. Wow. <clears throat> and their, uh, their idea was to have a, a saddle shop to make saddles um, for the cowboys around. And they really liked the idea of what King Salary had done. And my mom had learned her tooling and whatnot from Don King. And, okay, right. Um, anyways, and it's, it's just kind of, and then we're, we're a rodeo family. Right, okay. So it kind of segued into the rodeo world. Team Mostly roping. team roping. Yeah. Yeah. And then some barrel racing too. Yeah. Um, so they did that for, you know, for a long time, up until the 2000s. Um, and they're, they're, for, we, we had at one point, we had five saddle makers here. We wow. had um, Mark Broger, Chaz Weldon, um, Jim Lathrop, Bob Kelly. Wow. But um, then we had some other guys, Richard Jeffers and um, some other guys here. And then, then my mom kind of took it over and started yeah. just doing it on her own. Yeah. And she did that for a number of years. But then I moved here in 2000, and they started going south for the winter. Ah. Uh-huh. And um, we needed to figure out how to get two families, you know, how this could help two families don't pay for two families. Exactly. So instead of telling people we were two years out, you know, with one saddle maker, we, um, we started using similar saddle makers, but they're in their own shops, in their own shops. Right. And so we, um, my mom came up with this unique rigging, um, an in-skirt rigging, and mostly team roping. That's that's where we yep, kind of that's kind of what your focus is. And um, and we got a couple different guys to start making them, just for us. And so that then we could take orders, right? And we could do saddles, you right. know, within six months. And so that helped out a bunch. And then she was doing a lot too at the time too. So we were really cooking there in the early two thousands, you know, yeah, two thousand ten. Um, but then we also, we, 
since we were doing that, we also were contacted by a, a gentleman that makes barrel saddles, and his name was Neil Merrill, and he had a unique tree that flexed, and kind of a little jockey saddle, but it was a cool saddle, and he asked us to build them, so we started building those, and we've been doing those since 2000, 2001, and we're still, and we're, we're lately we've had troubles getting trees in, but right. he's still involved, and we're still 10 months out, and we try to do one a week, but we haven't got a tree in, we've gotten like one a month right wow. now for trees, so right. we're, we're getting that resolved, and um, then Sue Smith is another barrel racer that she contacted us, um, a barrel saddle, and so we kind of used our unique rigging, and then... Oh, probably 2009, we were contacted by a, a friend of my folks, Danny Gentry, to come to the World Series finale, which is in Las Vegas during right. the NFR. Yep. And he really thought we would um, benefit from that because we're of what we had. Yeah. And so he he got us in there in the booth, and my mom had made some little half size saddles for that with Gis with Gary Gis, and. Um, Pretty cool. Cowboys didn't like it as much, you know, because they want something they could ride, but um, they were really cool. Um, anyways, that got us in the door to the World Series. Right. So then we started going every year. Right. And every year, and that's been amazing. The orders that we've gotten from Really that. expanded your exactly. where you're getting orders from yep. and stuff. Yeah. And we didn't go <clears throat> 2021. We just had too many orders last year to go, and now we're going to go back this year. Yeah. But, um, so that was the saddles. And then the same Neil Merrill that helped us with the with the barrel saddle, he also had a unique pad right. that he made. And so... I was wondering what, where that came from. Yeah. In. So he, he had some people making it, and they were getting older, and they didn't want to get out. So we bought that from him, and, and so we make these pads. Right. Um, and they're really cool unique pad that's contoured to your horse and right. has some therapeutic benefits and um what's the material on those like so they, they have uh most of them have a felt bottom like an orthopedic felt bottom yep. and then they have a like a, a foam a closed cell foam inside you know we have a thin version and a thick version sure and then we have a memory foam on top that kind of helps the saddle sit in Right. And then just maybe different colored carpets and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So um, with the saddles you make now, what's, what's your favorite thing personally to, to make here? What do, you, what do you really Well, prefer? we don't make anything here other than the pads. Okay. We have all our guys in their own shops. I got you. And it's really convenient I just basically send them the kit. Yeah, they've all been here. They've all we've all taught them how to make our saddles. Yeah, and so most of the guys are just do us do our stuff. Yeah, we have plenty of work for them. That's pretty. Cool. And um, so it's just kind of juggling, right, the different orders and, um, but what we do here is, we have obviously if we have a tax store and whatnot, but we repair a lot of things and a lot of saddles. And a lot of local. Exactly. Stuff for that. Um, we have a lady here that was doing shops and chinks and belts, and we're still using her, but she's now in another location. Ah, uh, gotcha. So she couldn't of... afford to live around here, so <laughs> it's like everyone else. Yeah, I was going to say, that's 
that's kind of the way it's getting, isn't it? Yeah. Now, where do where do you and your family live? Are you guys fairly so we're local here? So we within a while here. We have a little ranchette, whatever yeah. you call it. And yeah. We have two children, um, an eighth grader and a senior, and we uh, they they rodeo, mm-hmm. um, and so we have one more rodeo weekend to go for high school ro- rodeo. And, nice. And um, they done pretty good this year. Or? They did pretty good. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Um, yeah. We, uh, horses is, is what we're always looking at and making sure they have nice horses and right. can compete. That makes a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I'm married, my wife, and so we've been married for, we were married in 2001, so it'll be 22 years this next year. It's been wow. 21 years. And, yeah. Um, so it's, it's nice. I, I was an engineer in Denver, Colorado. Right. For 10 years and moved here in 2000 and um, just like to change the pace easier lifestyle but even though three forks is changing sure it's still pretty pretty easy going yeah much smaller yeah. smaller community a little more laid back yeah yeah pretty are much. you seeing some growth and sort of change coming sort of from bozeman out this way yeah the way things are going there? yeah we are yeah and there's a good thing i mean this is a flood area so you can't do too much right but like there's a murdoch's going to go in up, up on hill up okay. here by wheat montana and, and that's going to be bring some different different kind of we're we're encouraged with it i mean yeah people could say it's not good but it just maybe helps people bring to town and yeah and and there's pros and cons and it's it's going to happen oh yeah you know yeah. anywhere anywhere that's pretty or or uh accessible or whatever it's growing and right and yeah that's what it's going to do well that's pretty cool joe so what's your I mean, since I've been here, you know, I was saying earlier how much you've done with the place and, and, mm-hmm. and uh, the layout and, the, and just everything looks amazing. What's your long-term goal or vision for, for this? You, you see anything changing or you want to do more? Um, we, what we've noticed is that, is that the, our busy time is, you know, March, April till right before now in September. Um, we get some October business, but it's, it gets pretty slow after this. And so what we've done is we've we've made two vacation rentals. We've made one in our back here, and then we went one outside, and just a different way to get income, not have to rely on the country lifestyle. Just, just yeah, you know, get whoever wants to. to and those have been crazy busy. Right. Just crazy. Um, That's a good we, idea. Yeah, and then we have this, you know, conference room that we use a little bit. We kind of started before COVID, and then we kind of weren't sure what we wanted to do um we have a whole space out here that we don't know we want to be smart in what we do sure we don't like i said we get traffic during certain times of year but then we don't right um just touristy type stuff sure so i'm not sure what what we have for more projects coming up i kind of got project out (laughs) during during covid Um, yeah kind of wore me out yeah so i'm uh like we have to build a booth for our Las Vegas, so we'll do sure. that. They kind of have the same kind yeah, of theme. Yeah, kind of theme and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But, no, I'm kind of, I don't know, we're kind of see what happens and yeah. see where yeah. we're led. Well, it sounds sounds like you're plenty busy between the saddles yeah. and the pads and repairs and stuff. Um, you've got quite a few irons in the fire and trying to keep mm-hmm. everything rolling. Well, that's that's awesome. That's very good. Well, I sure appreciate you taking your time to sit down oh, with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully we can get some people directed your way for whatever well, business they might need. So sure. um, maybe if you could just let everybody know, you know, website, 
social media handles where they can sort of find you guys? And... Sure. So our website's uh, com with the number three, um, where you can find us on Facebook and Instagram under the same Three Fork Saddlery. Well, thank you very much for your time, Joe. You bet. Thanks for coming. Absolutely. Well, that's all from us today. Thank you for listening to Life in the Saddle podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share and leave a five-star rating or review. Remember, you can find us on social media or our website, truewesthorsemanship.com.